Welcome to the Ryback Show Friday, live I am the big guy, Ryback, coming at you live and in color. As always, this podcast, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition. You can see it behind me on the monitor there. Premium supplements for men and women, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners, no artificial colors, vegan friendly for men and women. FeedMeMore.com. Save 20%, as always, guys, for listening to this show or watching this show. With discount code Ryback Show 20. Ryback Show 20 at checkout, feedmemore.com. You get 20% off. Check out the website, guys. We've got something for everybody. We've got the best plant protein on the planet, our caramel cookie. I guarantee you, you will like it. Okay. What's going on? Good to see all of you guys. Get the plug out of the way. Hope everyone's having a pleasant Friday. The, uh, just ran to the store real quick. Had to run run by the old Walgreens, do a quick pickup, and uh, had the shoulder worked on uh, for 90 minutes today, a breakthrough session. Um, we finally have got the part of the front that, that we need to release. Was probably, this was probably the most impactful day I've had of scar tissue breakup um, because this tissue in the front is causing the remaining issues in the back. And we've like, it's been a puzzle of putting this all together. And I talk about it because it's my life Um, and this has never been done. So it's, it's me working with these multiple therapists every week and doing all my work. I'm on this softball, usually over two hours a day sometimes more. And, and and that's a long time to be on a softball, rolling it on your body that it, it's figured this all out like in stages. So uh, the front though is a lot harder and I could do the front and I've broken up a lot in the front in the past. Um, but a lot of this tissue needs to be manipulated with movement in various directions. And the explosions we got today deep within all along the pec line, the armpit line, and in my bicep tendon. Uh, it was uh, it was a euphoric feeling. And I, I'm, in a, I'm in a very good mood because uh, I came home and I did more softball work for about 45 minutes right after and got even more tissue on the back on my rhomboids because my arm could stretch even further now because of all the tissue that released in the front. And I bet you would... We probably got one or two more sessions to get all of that, I would say, to get it completely all the way. But it's so broken up now. It was, um, whew, it's a lot. But I, and what I did this week is I've spaced my workouts out where I took three upper body days in a row off to let everything calm down, even though I've been working out and doing my other stuff, my conditioning. And then I'll finish the weekend with legs and shoulders. Here And I may even push shoulders to Monday and just do legs tomorrow and then do Sunday for my fasting day. I'm going to wait and see because what I, something told me to take a little time off uh, with the upper body because I've been pushing it hard. 
and I go just to let, let all the inflammation because even though I'm 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 still trying to get this better in training, the training causes inflammation. So the more inflammation there is in my body, the harder it is to get the tissue that we need to break up to break up. And I think that has played a big part in why this week has been so cool on on the tissue we've gotten. Um, and it's it, it's crazy. And, and no, you're not going to understand it. But it, it's just like it, it's just it's my life. Feed me more nutrition. My business, everything I do with all my business and all my content that I do, and that softball and these therapists are my life. And like I've, it, it took a lot of work to even get to this point, to where I could push it because I th- now I I have a sense of control that I didn't have before because this stuff wasn't able to be done before. And those stem cells and bioaccelerator, I had to do, I had to keep myself busy with everything that I've done, and that's why I did everything the first few years to like make myself not have free time because I knew I would go crazy. And now I just have to work hard and I'm really, really good at working hard. And so that now it, it, it's, there's patience involved still and in, in not training on certain days. Um, and I feel very guilty, but I know, I, it, I know I'm not, it's not like I'm doing it. Oh, I'm going to go to the, 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 the day club and, and go get drunk all day. That's not what's happening. <laughs> I'm doing work in other ways. And so it's, it's, uh, it's a very, this whole process is, is something it, it's been, uh, an incredible experience. Um, and I'm, I'm glad I've been able to share it with, with, with a lot of you or those of you that, um, that, that are able to see and, and, and follow me on all of this. It's greatly appreciated. And, um, you know, I think it's gonna, uh, the, the coolness factor, I think, is going to be down the road, um, I think, when things play out on a little bit of a bigger scale, especially with all the, the BS with the social going on or whatnot. But, you know, the the story has been put out there time and time again, and it's just up to me to continue to execute this and uh, keep kicking ass in, in my business. And, uh, and eventually it's all going to come together. Okay, my day, the daily recap of, of myself is over. I like to start off the show giving you a little recap of the day. And uh, what do we got going on? Uh, they do, you said you, Strato says he broke his wrist while on the vegan diet and had a very quick recovery. Is that because of the diet? Um, a little shaking going. It very well could have played a part. You know, when you're on a vegan diet, your inflammation is much lower. Um, blood flow is improved. Those two things alone help with recovery. I could tell you I had a situation. This was a while back, and I didn't even talk about it because I didn't even feel the need. And I never had had it happen before, but I pulled a muscle in my hamstring and uh, when I was sprinting. And I've never done that in my entire life. Um, but I... Part of the thing is, is uh, I didn't warm up. I did my sprints and I, I'd been, I'd already did all my rounds and I went to record a round for social media and uh, I didn't, uh, I went, I was really going hard uh, on the miles per hour to try to, to get it as high as I could uh, past what I'd done previously. And it, it felt like a gunshot almost like in the back of the leg and I go, fuck. And, uh, and, and I didn't fall down or anything, but I go, damn it. Um, and it, it, that was better though, within 
like under two weeks. And I kept training and it didn't, it, I, it, it, I didn't do legs for one week. And then on the second week, I just had to train them a little bit lighter. Uh, and I just, it was just, I had, I had a big bruise on the back, uh, but I recovered really quickly on that. And I really believe it was because the diet and everything of that nature, it's, uh, and then I had also learned that it's, you know, usually when you're running and I, I, I haven't, ran full full speed and so long it was a good reminder for me like don't be stupid i train very hard i do all these other things but if you're gonna sprint you got to make sure you know do a little bit of hamstring stuff and in, in prior um but i like my whole life never have had that happen so and it, it's a pretty common deal but it was like i was just like oh that's a good i'm glad it kind of it reminded me when I do my sprints now, I do a little bit of a, I stretch a little more just for the hamstrings in my legs. And, uh, and I always did that before, but I was, I don't know what I was doing. I, I did all my stuff and I thought I was fine. Cause I did, I did five sets already. And then I go, I got to record my social media round. Cause I, I record after I get done with my thing. If I ever record any of my like cardio stuff usually. So, uh, but the vegan diet definitely contributes to, to healing quicker. Luis, what's going on? We answer questions. We talk about anything that's going on. Health, fitness, supplementation, nutrition, pro wrestling, whatever you guys got for me. We're streaming on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Uh, if you have loose joints, Jose... You, you typically, um, that whatever those joints are, you want to make sure the stabilizing muscles around those joints are, are very, very secure, very stable. So a lot of, and I don't know what, what joints you're referring to. We got a super sticker from Nuka-Cola Addict. Thank you very much, buddy. Uh, my favorite shake from Starbucks. Uh, do you watch KSI? I've never heard of KSI. I don't know what that stands for. I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, I just get a black coffee from Starbucks. The only other thing I've ever ordered from Starbucks drink-wise is the vanilla whatever drink there. Is it the? It's like the Zoolander drink, the orange mocha frappuccino, but vanilla. Vanilla bean frappuccino. And uh, I haven't gotten that in years. I used to get that every once in a blue moon coming off the road uh, with WWE as a treat when I got back into Vegas. If I didn't want a black coffee, I'd go, I'm going to get a little sugar after after the long flight and sleeping. And it would usually give me a little sugar rush. And um, But that was every once in a blue moon. Uh, if you have loose joints in your hands and feet, uh, what I would recommend, and you don't want to obviously maybe do hand grips, and, and you don't need to do anything crazy uh, to because you don't, you know, obviously you want to, you want to start very the beginning. I would get a, 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 an easy pair of hand grips or one of those balls, stress balls to squeeze. Uh, I think that would be very beneficial for loose joints in your hands. Um, and I'm not an expert on this. This is just I do a lot of grip work, and I got bands that I do for my fingers that are very good for grappling actually. Uh, and just in general, uh, to have strong fingers and I've always had large hands, uh, but I always, I want my, 
I, I, I think nothing looks worse than if you got long, skinny hands like ET. Like, so I've always like taken pride of like keeping my hands kind of meaty. I, I, I pretty much train everything on my body from my neck machine. I do calves. I do it all. I do. I even stand on the little ball for my, for my ankles to, for balance. Cause those stabilizing muscles are so important. And I'll do a little, you know, a couple sets of those every week when I'm out in my gym. Train it all. The big guy is live once again. Appreciate everybody uh, uh, listening on all podcast platforms as well. Always, always greatly appreciated. You got to have, you got to have strong fingers. I had once broke my hand in the ring, my finger, not my hand, uh, with cane. We were over in England. I just got back, and uh, it was when I, me and Kane wrestled in the main event of SmackDown. I believe this was leading into the Survivor Series five-on-five five match when nobody knew what, which team I was going to go on. And um, me and Kane did something where our hands collided, and Kane is a much larger man than myself, being nearly seven feet tall, and he's, he's, just, he's a large human being. He's, he's very, very big hands, big joints. He's, he's just a, he's a heavy human being. And in our hands collided and his hands got the better of my hands that day. And I was disappointed actually, because I have all the damn hand grip, but my, my finger broke somehow in the beginning of the match. My finger went sideways. I think it was, was it my good hand or was, I think it was my left hand. I think, yeah, it was this one. Uh, this finger just went sideways at that joint. Um, and I go, well, son of a, I go, I broke my finger, Glenn. <laughs> and we just kept going. We did the whole match and then they had to pop it back into place and put a splint on it. And I'll tell you, that was a bitch. That was, and this is just daily. Everyone, you're hurt all the time when you're there and then you just keep going on all that stuff. But I remember I was like, I was more pissed off because I was like, damn it. I got to like try to, how am I going to work out with my hand? And like, I always figured out ways. There's ways to just put the bar in different parts. And the hardest part is like you go out and wrestle and you got to like, they have, you have a a splint on it and then they got to tape it. So you're out there working with one of your fingers, not able to bend. So you just got to be a little more careful on on uncertain movements. But that got better really quick, actually. But I remember when it happened, I was like, son of a bitch. But I was like, good thing I did those finger things. If I didn't, normal man, the finger probably would have got broken off, off and fallen in the ring with Kane because he's, he's he's that big of a guy. Man, it's still good to see you. Came for the free comedy. It's comedy hour with the big guy. Zigman's coming to Vegas, I think. I, got, I don't know the exact dates. I should do the open for him, do a little stand-up. Get a nice little routine. No. His brother, Ryan Nemeth, they have, they've done a lot of shows. He used to always ask me, not always, but he, multiple times, if I wanted to come do stuff. It was when I was back when I couldn't even travel. It was right after the Sophie stuff, and I just got can't, man. And, but I, I'm not – I have a business. I'm not really – I just enjoy kind of just doing my thing. You know, I, I've got enough going on where, you know, but I, I love all that. I love comedy a lot. Uh, I've had James Ellsworth on the podcast. I like James. I wasn't in WWE when he was there. Um, 
but I just I've always I've always liked gyms. I like everybody. Like I get along, I, you know, pretty much with the majority of people. Yeah, I know I can't wrestle, dude. But I did make it pro and made a lot of money as a professional, um, mastering a particular style that allowed me to make a lot of money, which I would I would argue that I'm probably one of the damn best at. So I, you know, but hey, I can't wrestle. You know, I appreciate you coming and watching a guy that can't wrestle on YouTube. Thank you for joining us. My man, Mateo. I want to talk to, let's invite Mateo into the chat. We haven't done this in a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go live with Mateo. If Mateo, I would like Mateo to come in. I don't want anybody else to click on the link. The link is reserved for Mateo. I sent a link in the chat, Mateo. I'm not even going to block you, Romano. All I want you to do, my man, is click on it, come into the room, and have a conversation with the big guy. Ah, an error occurred. Wait a moment and then try again. Let me take that off. Give me one second, Mateo. We'll get you in here. I am calling you out, Mateo. I am calling you out. Let's make no mistake about that. Um, it's your choice if you want to accept or not. The link is up now, Mateo. The ball is in your court. If you want to go one-on-one -on -one with the big guy live, anything goes, Mateo. If you choose to want to be civil, if you know you want to go tit for tat, let's let's do it. Big guy will drop a few facts on you, shell shock you down a pit of spikes, and keep the peace and happiness and love going strong in Rybackville. Come on, Mateo. The the, the Rybackers are seeing you now, and, and everyone's clearly can see that you're, you know. Probably a bit special. Come on, Mateo. I, I really, I'm not even, I'm not, I don't get upset. There's a lot of people, I'm sure, just like you that think I can't wrestle, that I just somehow, somehow managed to do this good, you know, without knowing how to wrestle, despite years of training around the best minds. And, you know, but uh, whatever your preference of wrestling style is, you know, clearly the big guy doesn't meet your requirements, but here you are, Mateo, in the chat. Come on, buddy. No, Mateo. Wait. We're going to have to screen. Hello. What up, big man? Mateo, why isn't your picture on this? Who's that a picture of? Kenny Omega? Yes, sir. The cleaner. Do you know why they call him the cleaner? Quite honestly, I don't. You don't know why. It was from a, a book, the Tim Grover guy, the, the, he talks about cleaners or like elite level athletes, like with the, the highest mindset that they, right. they, 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 they just, they're winners. Like that, they're the highest level winners on the planet. And you didn't know that? No. Why is he in your avatar then? Because he's my favorite wrestler. What are you going to be mad if I go to AEW and beat him? That would never happen. How how do you know that would never happen? I love Kenny Omega. He very well may beat me. You never know what happens in the square circle. Your your style can't match his style. How how can my style not match his style? I've beaten the very best in the business. Such as go back and watch my history of WWE. Literally have beaten everybody. I have a pinfall victory over John Cena. 
Okay. And, and he's considered the Babe Ruth of wrestling, according to Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I don't know if you know that or not. Okay. So what does that make me then? A fucking cleaner, Mateo, a fucking cleaner. And yeah, a cleaner okay. like me, okay, a big bud. guy cleaner like me could go in there and mop the fucking floor with How Kenny fucking Omega. You won? How many championships? I'll go politic to Cody. That's what I'll go do. Me and Cody go way back. How many championships have you won? Okay, I don't know if you know that or not. They're props, my man. And How I'm the Intercontinental Champion. Won? You know, the Intercontinental Championship is the Workhorse Championship. Do you know that? Sort of. It, it, no, it's the workhorse championship. But if, it, if it is fucking known for that. If you want to be realistic. How old? Is, wait, first of all, Mateo Romano, how old are you? I'm 19. Oh, God. Nothing makes me fucking sicker to my stomach than a 19-year-old that thinks he fucking knows it all. <laughs> you live at, let me ask you something. Do you live at home? Do I live at home? Yeah, with your fucking mother and father, you dipshit. No. Where you fucking pay your own bills? Yes, I do. What kind of car do you drive? Uh, Buick Rendezvous. Is it your parents? No, it's mine. What city do you live in? New York. Oh, you, I fucking knew it. Fucking hometown of fucking Paul Heyman, piece of shit just like him. You're calling are, Paul Heyman a piece of shit. Uh, are you, let, me, let me guess, you're overweight like Paul too, right? No. How tall are you? I'm 6'3". Okay, let's get back on track here. What were you going to say there before I fucking cut you off to ask some questions? You said, let's uh, be realistic. I'll remind you. Okay, so let's be realistic. The Miz and Dolph Ziggler kind of made that championship relevant again. What time period are you, are you referring to here, Mateo? Kind of, kind of, maybe after, like, kind of after you left, which, which rightfully so. Daniel Bryan had the Intercontinental Championship. Cody Rhodes had the Intercontinental Championship. A lot of very talented wrestlers have held that championship during the time that I was there. Dolph Ziggler, another one, probably one of the greatest talents of our time. The right. modern day I'm, HBK. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, I've beaten all of them. I've beaten all of them. Yeah, because you were. Yeah, over them. Fuck. Time. Fuck. Those are facts. They're just facts. Yeah, you were. You were put over for no reason. How do you get put over for no reason in the squared circle? You either win or you don't. Right, but you were put over. So because you don't agree with me getting put over, that Vince, it doesn't count? Vince gave, you, Vince gave you a push, and that was it. Because what, I got, because I got big fucking muscles? God damn it. Like, Look at his fucking biceps and fucking traps. Put him over those workhorses. Is that why you think I went like, over? Or do you think maybe... Yeah. Maybe, maybe from a conversation with Shawn Michaels during NXT, when I was doing some 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 high flying stuff, he pulled me aside from Vincent Hunter and he goes, "You could you do this well." He goes, "But you could either take a look on the roster." He goes, "You could be the best powerhouse on the roster and make a lot of money." And he gave me the look, or he goes, "You can keep doing this other stuff that everybody else does." And so, do you think maybe that one pivotal moment of my career, I realized, I go. I'm going to pick a style that the roster does not have, and I'm going to excel at it. Do you not respect the different wrestling styles, Mateo? Am I led to believe that you only like a particular style and that every other style that doesn't fit your fucking, your wants and desires on what gets little Mateo off at his fucking parents' basement suck? Do you know the big guy can do a corkscrew plancha? Do you think, you know the big guy, have you seen my fucking corkscrew plancha? No, I haven't. 
Oh, you need to go fucking YouTube it. You would you have an entirely different tone during this conversation. Okay. What so what else is there, Mateo? How much what so let's be realistic. Dolph and the Miz put the IC title. Let's get this back on track. They put it on the map after I left. The other people that have held it up to this point don't count. Fuck everybody else in the WWE history, WWF. Fuck from Pat Patterson to Razor Ramon to Mr. Perfect to Bret Hart. Fuck them, right? Fuck them. But the Miz and, and who? The Miz and, and who? Who are you two guys that you're, 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 you're going to bank it all in on? Dolph Ziggler. Okay. So so they put the IC title on the map in your, in your long, long-lived fucking veteran 19 years. And so that makes me a horrible human being and I can't wrestle, correct? No, I'm not saying No, that. you said your words, your words, Mateo, were you can't wrestle. What what qualifies a human being as what makes you a good wrestler in your in your opinion? You can that you watch for it. You're allowed to have an opinion on it. Good good grappling, good grappling, good grapple holds. You're cutting out a little bit on me, Mateo. Hold on. You're cutting out. Strong fucking moveset. Good. So good grappling. You're you're big. Good grappling and and good holds. Someone who's more agile. Are you there, Mateo? Ah, Mateo. Uh, You didn't pay your fucking internet bill. Or you're paying for the lowest quality. Mateo, please don't cut out on me now. This is just getting good. Romano. I I can hear you over there. I can hear you doing something. Yeah, I'm there, Mateo. Okay, you're you were cutting out. So the grappling and the wrestling holds. That's where I left off on, where you left off on. Are you beating off to like? Do you have like a, like twenty other screens open, like two porn tubes? Like with the fucking what are you doing over there? I need your attention. I got, I got a live show going. I brought you on the big. guy brings you on the show live. I need your attention, my man. I'm here. Okay, you're cutting out, Mateo. The people. It's not me making this up. The listeners can hear you're not. You're not. I heard you say, "I'm here." Mateo, I'm going to have you leave, and I'm going to bring you back in, buddy. If you could hear me, I do want to continue this conversation. I'm actually really enjoying this. I'm going to remove you. Please join back in, and we're going to we're going to try this again. I'm going to kick him out. Kick from studio. I'm not banning you, so you can come back in. Mateo, come back in. I have a feeling you're you're making up your Wi-Fi issues. Good to see all of you guys. I love talking to my to the fans. I don't Mateo's not wrong. He's allowed to have an opinion. I just want to I want to break it down. Break it down. You know, if you say I can't wrestle, I, I'm in, truly, truly interested to know why. 
you know, respect all the wrestling styles, guys. That's my thing. Respect the wrestling styles. Yo, Ryback can't cut a promo. I can only fucking talk for hours by myself. You could put me in a room. So how the fuck can I not talk in front of other people? I do it live every day, goddamn day. Not perfect, but come on. Motherfucking boss. <laughs> it's all fighting games. I legit, I don't. He, he, I give people the opportunity. He can light me up if he, I'm not going to stop him. I am upset. I'm the most upset over this is he doesn't know why Kenny, Kenny Omega is called the cleaner. He just thinks he comes out with a fucking broom like he's a legit cleaner and he had he's his favorite wrestler. How much fucking homework have you done on your favorite wrestler? How, how do I know that? Big dumb fucking Ryback knows that, but you don't know that. Jesus. We're waiting. I emailed, yeah, so uh, what's up with Station Head? I, uh, I emailed them again, and they said they're still working on it, and they're going to give me the update when everything is done. I'm waiting. I, I, I've, I want that to be done as quickly as possible. I'll shoot them another message, my contact over there, and hopefully uh, can get that, get that squared away sooner rather than later. Yeah, I know. The trolls typically don't show their face. Some do. I'm not, I'm not even upset over it. As long as he talks to me, I'm cool. He seems like he's actually not a complete idiot. Like as far as, I mean, he could form sentences and talk properly. That's a win. Like that tells me, that's why you can at least talk to him. There was the one guy before, I did this long time ago on one of the lives. He was from New York as well, go figure. But he was full blown, like off his rocker. Just could not, like, like he can go back and forth and conversate. You know, uh, the other guy was just like, he was, he had some, some stuff going on. Let's see. We got a super set. Super chats are always appreciated here on Ryback TV. Will creative control be part of your contract? I know you can work the mic better than all the new wrestlers. Um, I don't know what you guys, I don't know what, uh, that none of that stuff's even anything that's even come up. You got, so again, with wrestling promotions and you do got they. So you got to be very like with promotions. If every promotion gave every wrestler creative control, like it would be very difficult to do business. So, right. Like, so, but I do think you can go into contracts uh, in shorter term contracts where you, as a physical actor, you get hired as a role that you're going to play for a duration of time. Um, and it's to me, that's much more beneficial for all parties involved um, because you know exactly what you're signing up for. A lot of guys sign contracts to just get thrown in the locker room, and then you're just like, you don't even know what's going on week to week. I don't want to live that life ever again. I don't need to. So, like, it's – but I'm not – I'm not – I have no – I'm not I'm, – I'm not even thinking about any of that yet as far as my thing is just get the shoulder ready, and then once I'm able to go and I'm not – like then then – I worry about all those other things. And they, a lot of that stuff is handled behind the scenes. It's not stuff you're like, oh, I demand this, this, and this. Because that shit all gets blown out of context anyways. And, you know, it's, God forbid somebody knows what they want, though. Knows what they want. And But I think with promotions and stuff, you can't, they definitely can't, promotions can't give everybody creative control on that. But I think, it, I think there's always ways to be involved in the creative process. Um, 
in a lot of ways too, but there, there's ways to go about it where it's not like you have creative control, but like I said, where the contract, where going in, you know, you're going to play a certain role for a duration of time where, you know what I mean? There's ways to do things and through conversations, but. I'm on, yes, we're on Twitch, uh, Ryback Rules. Always, always stream on Twitch. The Twitch is not, I don't get any, uh, any, my Twitch gets like hardly any views. Uh, and I haven't even checked it lately, but I know, I know last time I checked, um, it, it doesn't do nowhere near what I thought. It, I thought it would grow uh, like YouTube and stuff. It, it hasn't been the case. So, and I stream on it every, multiple times a week with the show. Party Marty, good to see you, buddy. It's been a minute. Uh, I do, yeah, but I'm not, I don't do the games on Twitch. No game. Justin uh, Hall, buddy, uh, did uh, you hear anything about Punk and or Daniel going to AEW? Just uh, as far as what everybody else has seen on that, uh, I'm all for it. I think it, uh, I think it's very good. If that happens. And uh, I think that like guys like that. I think that's, I think it's, it's good. And I, and I, the, uh, the way everything's playing out, it's, uh, it's just interesting. The timing of everything and the way everything's working out uh, with all of this. I'm very excited. I'm very motivated and very excited watching everything going on as I continue to get better and stronger. And um, the AEW AEW's roster is, is getting is getting pretty damn good. I'm I'm I, I'm pretty excited. And, and you land those two names, and Dan Dan is is you know he's been on a little break, but it, hardly anything. He's you know Punk's been out, but Punk will be ready. Despite I don't agree with with the bullshit and stuff, but as far as him going out there and you know if, if he's physically healthy and you know and motivated, and I think uh, and I think he will be going there in that environment because it's not going to be. But the problem is, is you got to let go of and this is like I constantly you, you can't hold on to what the WWE environment is in the new environment, even though. It's pro wrestling at the end of the day, but I think if he's motivated and I, I think in the right frame of mind and, you know, and I think if he's going back, he would be that he, uh, he'll, he'll do them a lot of good. Ah, thank you, Walter, for watching the, uh, the new feeding time on Ryback TV. Those are always a lot of fun. I was, that was a, I, I try to squeeze that stuff in. I've been doing the food review. When I go out and see the, the, the two Kairos, Dr. Sean and Dr. Carlos across town. Cause that's about a 40, 45 minute drive for me from where I'm at. And I'm all the way on that other side of town and there's all the good restaurants over there. So I was like, shit, I, I'd actually messed up the times and we got, we rescheduled Dr. Sean for an hour after Carlos. So we like to do Carlos first because he does a lot of the dry needling, putting needles into the, the different points where the tissue's really tough. And then it loosens up more to be broken. Um, and I had an hour to kill. So I hurried and ran and got a coffee. And I was like, 
I'm going to do the food review rather than lose that hour and not do it. I always try to get work done regardless of what my, my schedule is. Um, and so I, I was able to get it done. I would like to do two food videos a week. Um, but my diet, I've been, I've been eating so good. I, I, I only eat out the once, once a week. So I'm, uh, just I'm trying to balance it all out. You know, I, I think I could, I could make the, the YouTube do a lot better too, if I was doing a little bit crazier stuff, but it, it doesn't fit in with, with what I'm doing. And it, so I see Dr. Carlos and Dr. Sean, I believe next Thursday again. I did. Did I watch the segment on AEW between Orange Cassidy and Sting? I did. And I thought it was very, very entertaining. I liked that a lot. I think they're doing a good job. At least they have Sting with Darby, and it gives Darby the rub, and, and Sting has done some stuff. Um, but just having him, this is the thing, just having these people and these characters on the show does help. It does, and they're going up in the ratings, and I think with people, it's going to continue to keep trending upwards if they keep keep doing good stuff. Uh, jabroni for life. Thank you for the super chat. Ask, would you work with punk and AEW despite your prior issues? I don't know what his deal is. I don't, I'm not, I don't even worry about that stuff. Whether I don't like, I'm not, I've heard people say, like, oh, you know, with, with the, the other guy signing there, I go, that doesn't impact anything I'm doing. It's not, I'm not even worried about that. I, I will never, and unlike what, what other people will say on top of lying, which him and the other guy are, are completely have lied, fine, cool, whatever. You're going to do do what makes your insecurities feel better. I will never say, there's, oh, those, I don't want to see those guys not have a job with that. And so that's where I found that play with the other guy. I was like, yeah, that's kind of kind of shady. I know you got paid to say that. I no doubt, no doubt knowing your history you did. And I was just like, whatever. It's like if I was that bad, you didn't like. Why were you following me all these years and, and nice to my face? That that's something that you got some serious issues there. Whatever. I honestly, I go, I do my my business, and, and I'll never be friends or hang out. It doesn't stop me from doing business and, and doing my thing. So, but I don't even worry about that. Like it's not even something that that it's. And I've had conversations with other people on things that you guys wouldn't even believe that my, like my, my frame of mind is like, I don't, I just never, like I said, never going to be best of friends. And I'm not, I don't, I don't keep a lot of people around me to begin with. So, but I'm happy. I'm happy if, if he goes there, I think it's good for pro wrestling. Feed me more nutrition is available on feedmemore.com. We ship to Canada to 1999 flat rate, 3499 worldwide. Uh, and we pay the difference in the shipping cost, uh, especially. So I always tell if you're gonna Canada's cheap to ship to Canada, 1999 is cheap, but everywhere else, 3499 is cheap international. But I say save up, buy a few things at least. That way, you know, and the bigger your order, the more we're paying the difference. We sometimes pay shipping over a hundred dollars for some of these places. So. I'm 39, but I feel like I'm 24 again. Legit. So take that for whatever that's worth. 
Ryback TV, uh, Brock Party and Ryback singing. Oh man, that'd be a hell of a tag team. Me and Brock, Rye Brock, that'd be the name. Ray, thank you very much for tuning in. PLM says, will you ever think of joining Impact Wrestling? I like Impact Wrestling. Scott, and I follow Scott, and I haven't, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I love pro wrestling in general. I'm not against anything. I'm just right now, I've said, like, I get, I got to get the shoulder better. You know, there's a lot of lies and, and different things out there that I just chuckle at. Um, that are not true, and I know why they've they've been put out, and it is what it is, and it, it it's it's just motivates me even more. I was like, just get my shoulder better, and then we'll shut a bunch of people the fuck up, and that's and that's all that there is to it. But that's not what I'm doing it for. It's just going to happen in the process of me living my life. Yeah, I love Jericho. Me and Jericho have always got long, great. Yeah, did I see Matt Stoney eat 50 bags of popcorn? The amount of sodium in that is ridiculous. I agree. Uh, I don't know for a fact, but I'd heard I, – I just assumed he throws up after he eat, does those food challenges for that very reason, for things – not even for just the calories, for things like the sodium <clears throat> in that. But even so, some of those food videos go so long, the amount of that stuff that he's, he's digesting still is ridiculous. And the amount, but he's he's one of those guys, you look at him, he's not a big fella by any means, but he's just, he, not, he but he trains himself. There's one, there's natural, your natural level of being able to eat a ridiculous amount of food. You have to have that to even go into that to begin with, right? But then he's also trained himself to eat just even more ridiculous amounts. And it's, you know, it gets views. It gets a lot of views. I look at it, but I there comes a point, you know, when you go to the doctor eventually and your blood work's all screwed up and they go, you got to stop this. You're going to kill yourself or you're, you're, the damage is done. You've got five years to live or three years to live. So I think it's a very high risk deal, but it's his life. And, that, you know, at the end of the day, as long as he's happy and he's I'm sure he's fully aware of all the risk involved. You know, it's just I did some of the stuff on there. Nowhere, nowhere, not even close to anything. And I could eat pretty fast and all that, but and I realized pretty quickly, I that it wasn't going to be a long term thing. The into uh, I was very motivated to try to get my channel with all the suppression and find ways around it. And then on uh, what started happening too was the videos, the views dropped so drastically after they knew I had a YouTube with that and, and it ties into my marketing and I saw the drop in the marketing and it went across the board and I, I know every platform that they latch on to with that. And the only one they haven't done that on that, that we were aware of is TikTok with that. And it sucks. And this is why, but uh, I realized ago, I'm not going to, you know, try to kill myself and it's not even getting the traction that it would. So that's why my, my goal is get healthy, get my shoulder fixed. And that is, I go to the problem. Okay. That, Fixing that problem will allow me a lot of other opportunities 
that will then allow me to fix these other problems going on. Um, and it's, you know, it's something I, I got it. I take very seriously. Like it's cost me, I, I don't, and it, it's cost me a lot with what they're doing on this. And all the while, while injured with no help doing this, it's very frustrating, but I don't let it break me. I stay positive because I know I've always been protected at the end of the day. I know I'm going to win because I just know it. I know it. And it's, but it's and the truth will come out eventually of the things they've done. And, and I just, I hope the people that are involved, I hope they, you know, they get the karma that, that they deserve for trying to ruin people's lives. I, I don't, I don't agree with that. Abdul brother. I don't, I'm just going to block you. Uh, excuse me. I don't have a, I don't have a favorite singlet that I know of. Yeah. If you had eight pickles, I mean, if you're not sweating a lot and you weren't, even though eight, eight whole pickles is way, I bet eight whole pickles are getting probably close to a thousand milligrams uh, uh, of sodium per pickle, I would imagine. 800 to 1,000, I would say. Maybe more. So. Uh, I did not watch the NBA Finals. I don't watch a lot of basketball. I never really have. When I was younger, I'd watch some Lakers games, but not a lot. I don't. I, I'm not I'm not a big believer in just sitting on my ass and watching other people live their lives. I don't I don't know what there's just ever since I was younger, I've always I've been that way. And not, not don't get me wrong, I get it. I understand and having some entertainment. But I like even if I put wrestling on the majority of the time, I'll put it on to get out of it to watch the match and I'll keep my headphones on listening to an audiobook. I don't like wasting time. Time is our most valuable asset. So, you know, I, I look at it like, the you know, I could be listening to a book and get five things that I could pass on to other people and, and apply to my life. Or I could sit and watch all these guys play a game that has no bearing on my life. Has bearing on their life, but not mine. So that's kind of my mindset that I, I take to a lot of things. I don't have a Mount Rushmore pro wrestling. I don't think I'll ever have a Mount Rushmore. I think you can't limit pro wrestling to a, to a mountain of, of four or five people, whatever. Like, I don't don't think you can. People will do it for attention online, but I don't. It's whatever. Dominic asks, uh, have you ever thought about competing in weight training, uh, lifting in the Olympics? No, I've thought about getting my shoulder better, Dominic, is what I've thought about. And my getting my back to where it is, where it's 100%, finally, after needing a five-disc fusion. I didn't, I didn't, it, my mind be like, fuck it, I think I'm going to go enter the Olympics, try to be the world's strongest man at this point in my life. <sighs> I love Medellin. Medellin, I, 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 I can't wait to go back. I would like to eventually have a piece of property in Medellin. Just put it on Airbnb. 
go stay there a couple weeks during the year. Uh, I've never really watched the Olympics either. Same mindset. I don't, I think it's great. I'm happy for everybody. Um, but it really doesn't, my time is usually better served and I'm happy. It doesn't, it's just, I don't watch a lot of TV on that. You know, every once in a while, um, like, um, when I was younger, if like one of the swimming things was on or the, the sprints, like, and it just happened to be on, I was like, Oh, that's cool. And then go about my day. So even when I was a kid, like I was usually playing outside the majority of the time. And if I watched anything, I was watching baseball because I played it. And I was, that was like watching baseball and wrestling. So. Uh, when Al Snow said you were sweating from just eating, was that true? Uh, yes, but the, so the deal behind that was, is I was on, I was, uh, that was during tough enough. I was on, I had bronchitis in the beginning of, there was something that I got really sick. Cause that was the first time in my life I traveled since I was an adult. We traveled to New York when I was a kid multiple times for family. Um, but I got sick going from Vegas to back East and I had, they put me on albuterol which is like, uh, it can also kind of, I think, speed up your metabolism a little bit, but it helps you breathe. And because I was having a tough time breathing for a bit, and it was during that. And so that was why I was sweating during that. But I, it was, it, it was, and that was during the, the, we'd go out to eat. So, and I was on that the entire time, pretty much. So I don't normally like sweat when I eat, unless I'm eating something spicy, you know, where it's really hot. But that was that was why he wasn't like lying or anything on that. But I was had I was on the thing for because I was sick. So uh, I never saw Mark Henry ever work out my entire time in WWE. I'm not sure if he ever did. I, I know he was pretty beat up, but I don't think he did, from what I understood. He might have though. I'm not. Don't. I just. I, Never, never was at the same gym. I did eat quite a bit during that, though. But you also have to understand, we were training a lot of hours during the training days. Um, and, and I was 22 years old. Uh and I, I always, I've always eaten a lot of food since I was a kid. I eat less now than I ever have as far as, even though my, my, if you look at my quantity of my vegan meals are huge, you show any regular person, they go, but like I, I, a lot of that's vegetables and the, there's not a lot of calories. Uh, but I remember like with the thing with Bill, I did get a big bag of Rice Krispie treats. It was like my cheat thing for whatever we did something. I was like, but a lot of that too is, and I, I, if you don't know me, I'm always, I go comedy no matter what. Like I'll go for the laugh regardless of what people think, because like I, I love laughing and I don't give a fuck. Like if anyone has a problem with it, what are you going to fucking do? Let's okay. I like, I'm not afraid. So like, I'm okay. Like going for laughs and Bill would like get hot, but Bill liked me and me and Bill have always gotten along, but I'll, I would do things to push Bill's buttons and I was working. We're on camera. 
So why wouldn't I be entertaining? That's the whole point of the fucking show. So like some of that stuff, I went and got the Rice Krispies and purposely they were filming me go back and forth on it. But Bill punched me legit, sat down, he punched me and I just fucking went, kept eating. I was it like, he hit me pretty fucking hard. And if you know Bill, not, he didn't punch me as hard as he could, but he punched me, punched me right in the fucking face. And I just kept eating. Cool. <laughs> uh. I don't know anything about the anything of money in the bank who made it a start. I don't I, I couldn't even I, I don't know. I still think Dolph Ziggler's cashing is the um that night was a big night for both me and Dolph. That was the night they had me turn on Cena to close Raw, the Raw after WrestleMania, where I held up the championship and then Dolph, I think, cashed in and won earlier in the night. Those two reactions were the two biggest reactions to the show. And I don't know what uh, Dolph's was that was a big, big deal but i think he got the concussion i think shortly thereafter and um just unfortunate string of events i like how you ask because you got to keep it you're definitely a wrestling fan would you ever consider acting like dwayne johnson you could have just had asked would you ever consider acting I no, I'm not. No, I don't. I'm not right now. That's not it, my feed me more nutrition. I like working for myself. I just want my social media to have the traction that it should. That's all I care about right now. Okay, this is God. Talk a little bit about wrestling, and you guys go ape shit with the dumbass questions. I love you guys, but Jesus Christ. Some of this shit is just like, go read a fucking book. I did do the voice, the uh, audio for my, my book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, available on Amazon, a paperback, audible, and Kindle formats. Nick, I don't know, man. You've asked that multiple times, and I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Do I still use my meat on the table theme? Like, in what capacity? Like, when I wake up in the morning, and then I, I go to, to go piss and brush my teeth, do I have it, like, queued up, ready to go, where it hits fucking play? And I, like, slap my head and go, wake up, it's fucking feeding time. And then, like, do it again when I get down into the kitchen, and then do it again when I shower. Like, I don't know what. No. Was... Uh, what ethnicity am I? I'm 70% English, 10% Irish, 7% Italian, 7% West European. Um, and then I believe I have a small amount of Jew. I believe uh, Ancestry told me I was 2% Jew, which was a surprise to me, but does make sense. I'm, I'm quite good with my money. Um, and also a little bit of uh, Indian. Which the Cleveland Indians are now the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, I did see that. 
I've always been fascinated. I never, I never thought the Indian's name was uh, a derogatory name because it was, but you know, and Indian is not like a, is a, isn't like a, a negative term. You know what I mean? It's not like a racial, like, you know, it's not like you go like, Oh, you Indian. Like it's not, you know, and I'm too, I'm small amount of Indian. I don't know the exact percentage ancestry. Ancestry is not good with native Indian for some reason. But, uh, you know, I guess it would be, it's not like, you know, and I could use the word like crackers cause I'm, I'm white, you know, it's not like we're the, the Cleveland crackers where that's like a little bit more of like you, you, oh, you cracker you, but like, it's the Cleveland guardians, which would have been great. I think it would have been great to go the other way. I would have been a huge, huge mark if they would have went to the Cleveland crackers. God, that was such a missed opportunity. What a fuck you to everybody. But not, not, not crackers like the people, like crackers. The logo is a cracker. But everyone knows it's the double fuck you to everybody. God, if I was the owner of the Cleveland former Indians, I would have went all out on going. I would, I would Cleveland crackers. I, I'm a big fan of like Vince. I like the names that would start with the same letter, the Cleveland crackers. It's just a saltine. <laughs> Just a fucking saltine on the cap. <laughs> oh, I crack myself up. Oh, the Cleveland Crackers. Did I miss a super? No, I didn't miss a super chat. You defeat by uh, Roman Reigns? I don't know what that means. Uh, good question here. Actually, very good question. Uh, what do you think... Um, what do you think uh, of the online vegan community? Do you have anyone in particular uh, you watch or listen to? I just have... Robert Cheek is, is a guy that he, he came out with this book. I have... I've already finished it. Great book. I highly recommend it to everyone. The plant-based athlete with him and Matt Frazier. Um, and I follow like some, like the plant-based news and a few different things. Um, and, and, and I've read multiple books and, and just continue to learn. And one about the food in uh, the performance aspect. And then, and as I've learned, you know, obviously about the animal aspect and I love animals and, I made the connection and, and it, it's fucking horrendous what we're doing currently. And uh, I've already seen some big time billionaires. They, one of them did an interview and has been, said what I've already said. The future is going to be plant-based meat and cell grown, lab grown, actual meat, chicken, fish. Um, because it's actually the, the current, what we, the, the current diet of people, even though that stuff was never, is good for you as a plant-based diet. The meat and the, the chicken and the fish are way worse for us now than they've ever been based off of our environment and the things going on. Um, but in lab grown meat is actually, it's going to be organic and clean. So that is now going to raise the question of, I think that that will be like for me as a person and always liking the taste still, even though it mostly is seasoning and whatnot, it's like, Oh, now you can have this every once in a while as a treat 
mean, nothing's losing their life for it. I think it, it it's absolutely amazing. Uh, and I think we're going to, in, in agricultural, the farming and things as we know it, and the factory farming as we know it is going to be completely eliminated at some point. It's a dying industry. The dairy industry is a dying industry. It, it, it's going to go away. And the, our period the, from whatever the 40s, 50s, and even probably prior to that is going to be frowned upon from the future. Like it's going to be looked at like how we probably look back and you think like, you know, when you look back in, in like slavery, I go, what the fuck were these people like? What the fuck is wrong with you people? People are going to look back at it like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? You know, and it's not necessarily us. It's, we're byproduct of, unfortunately, the capitalism for bad. But uh, I, I do think, you know, the plant base just from all aspects is is it's the best way to live. And this is trying every other form of eating and whatnot. But I do think we're going to have more options in the future with the, with the lab grown meat. And it's already happening. It's already, it's already available in some places. So, but I don't, uh, I don't like follow like a ton of, of vegan people, but I, I understand people why. So a lot of people get upset, like with why vegans tell people they're vegan and try to like educate people because they see how fucked up the world is. They're not the weird ones. I was the weird one before with what I thought by the bullshit before. They're not the weird ones. And and what happens is you see also too is people attack them constantly. So there's always that like you say things and you know you're going to agitate a certain portion of people, but you don't give a fuck because you're just living, but you know you're giving them facts. But what we're doing is is we're destroying the planet under the current under the current system. And that is where, so it's not an individual choice anymore because Tim's individual choice over there is destroying the planet. So that's where it's, look, you need to be aware of what is going on so we can start making better choices. But so many people are lazy and don't want to look at it. And I was one of them. I didn't want to look at it for the longest time. And I just want to think, I always will tell you when I'm wrong. And I was, I've never been more wrong about anything than I was about what I thought a proper diet was. And that was based off of things that I'd read and thought was true. I'm telling you it wasn't. And you've seen how you, I respect Arnold Schwarzenegger a lot. And, and when I remember when I saw him and I go, if he, he, he's not invested in anything financially, there's no, like, he understands he's a very smart individual. And there's, I don't agree with him on everything, but I just go, I go, it, it was, I go, I got to look into this more. And I've seen, I've actually lived it and I'm seeing it in my performance. And then I'm seeing it through the things that I'm, I'm learning about with, with the climate change and, and our, on our, our planet of the destruction that our individual choices, you know, I drive by and I see fast food stuff. I get angry now. I go, fuck those places. I want those places to go out of business. I really do. And I want vegan places to be available. I want because it would be better for the environment. It would be better for the planet. Those places and their demand is what is is, is triggering these. But you got to go to the root, the root of the problem. But the problem is, is these places are on every corner. And everyone thinks it's so like we need to eat this all the time. And it, it's just, you know, accountability. And that's why I'm so motivated. I have a deeper meaning even now. And I'm so motivated to come back and want to be my best and show people while be and going on a year vegan and I'm never going back as far as like that. And now, you know, if lab grown meat comes out and they show and they, there's, 
it's so clean and 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 you could have it occasionally like cool i'll probably have it every once in a blue moon and i don't have to feel guilty about any animal losing its life or anything like that you know i get it and i hear the people the circle of life yeah completely understand the circle of life and other animals kill other animals and you know if you're in a uh, in a situation where you got to fend and fight for your life, that's an entirely different situation than than factory farming these loving, caring animals that we just chose for no fucking reason. That we we okay, we're gonna go with with pigs, chickens, and this and that, and 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 torturing them and, and the and the stuff we're doing. We don't even put them down gently. We torture them. We're fucking stupid. So I, I don't agree with it. I've put dogs, have dogs put down. It's a very peaceful process. We have the ability to put things down in a peaceful way. Why instead would we just imagine? I want imagine you hanging by your ankles, shackled. I hope fucking aliens come here and do this to the majority of us. I think it'd be fucking beautiful, actually. Shackled by your ankles and dipped into boiling hot water because you get they forgot to slice your neck. Slit your neck, which, by the way, you're still alive for a lot of them when they get dipped in the boiling, scolding hot water. Just imagine. Just fucking imagine that. What makes it fucking right to do that to anything? Go boil a pot of fucking hot water on your stove and just put your fucking face by it and think about it. Think about it. Think about what the fuck happens on a daily basis to a lot of these animals. It's fucking horrible. And anybody that works in that industry, they can go to fucking hell. Their throat should be slit. It's absolutely fucking brutal. And I, I get upset when I think about it. I go, fuck, man. None of us want to look into what's actually really going on. It's fucking horrific. Oh, I like my fucking nuggies. Fuck you. What else we got going on? God, get me on a vegan rant. Get all worked up. TikTok, I hope they don't kick me off the live. Everything I say is for entertainment purposes, TikTok. I have thought about, I go, if I did set up a meet and greet, go get up a really nice booth and, uh, and just do a photo op right down the street from Allegiant Stadium, I think I could possibly make anywhere from $30,000, dollars $50,000. If I, I'd run Facebook ads and social media ads leading up to it, I think I could pull off a pretty big fucking weekend. I should get in the singlet and everything and, and actually advertise it as my SummerSlam return and then tell everybody at the meet and greet prior to SummerSlam that I'm returning at SummerSlam and then just leave with like $50,000 and then go home or be at the strip. I'll be at Sapphires while the fucking show's going on. <laughs> Meet up with Ziggler after. That's not a bad idea, actually. That's actually very, very possible. I could actually probably set it up down the road. I bet you, I bet you with the Extreme Couture with my Kairos that they would let us use that parking lot. It's not a bad idea. And that's just down the road from Allegiant Stadium. Like five minutes down the road.
get a nice booth, get some misters, so that that'd be really bad if nobody showed up. I think we would do pretty good, though. Has to be marketed on at social media, though, the return of Ryback at some, with the SummerSlam logo. We won't say SummerSlam. We'll have, we'll have a logo altered a little bit so they can't get us for anything. Well, thank you for this, the idea. I'm going to think about that. No, and I'm not going to argue the you know the hunting and and it, it's a different situation, though. And but so here's the other thing that people aren't taking into account. And everyone likes to go back to the past and be like, well, they they used to hunt animals for survival and that. So, but they didn't have the research showing that a plant based diet was superior. So if they would have known that information and had the ability to to find other things, but they're not thinking like that because they don't have they didn't have the transportation right. They're, so they they're living at very primitive stages. They and, and they didn't live as long. All the great minds at different periods come along and, and, and promote veganism. There's a reason for it and fasting and all these things that actually work and the foods that help heal us. And we've gotten so far away from that the other direction. So. You know, and we're not, we're not, you got people now that are choosing to go hunt uh, and whatnot. And, but even that, like, you're okay, you're going to, you're still going and killing an animal that you don't have to go and kill. And they'll go, well, they're going to get killed anyways. Well, you don't know that. Maybe that one lives its whole life. You don't know that, but you decided to go kill it because you want to, you want to convince yourself that that's the, the best way to be. But even that is, you know, far better most likely than than factory farming and, and all the and the hormones and antibiotics and all the bullshit that's going on with that. But I just think as like, I look at it from a, a standpoint that we have all the proteins and all the foods on the on the on our planet available to us to thrive and survive at the highest level. So, and you know, and even if you say you go well, you know, the the, the vegan diet's not for everybody. There's ways to do vegan keto, and there's ways to do. Now you're just oh, I don't like the foods. Oh, you'll like them if those were your only options. I do remember when Paul Heyman proposed to me. I was so checked out already at that point that I didn't give a shit what we did. Yeah, if you want to look for a vegan option for chicken, the no evil chicken, and it's in a box, in a bag, in a box. It's made by no evil. They have a chicken and a barbecue pork that is absolutely amazing. Low carb, high protein. I don't eat seafood. All right, looks like we're going to get rid of this jabroni. Got shell shocked down a pit of spikes. If you're looking where to start going vegan, go to feedmemore.com, click on our blog section under the menu, and click on nutrition. We have multiple uh, blogs on, on the vegan diet, on the high-protein foods, how to start a vegan diet, and where that will get you started on, on learning some of the stuff you need to learn. It, at the end of the day, it comes down to nutrition education, something that uh, pretty much all of us never got uh, outside of whatever our parents ate, we ate. 
And uh, our parents are two people that just fucked you guys. Uh, and the majority of them didn't have a fucking clue what they were doing in their lives. And that's the unfortunate reality. So it is up to us to learn and educate ourselves and not put them on a pedestal as far as they, they know. Now, there are parents that are very educated that do know. The majority don't, though. And that is where self-education and in, in reading and audiobooks and listening to things to better ourselves. Because if we better ourselves, we could better others. <clears throat> I agree, Superstroke. Hell of a name. Uh, we are breaking the cycle. This is a good question. Maybe we'll end on this <laughs> right back. People have lots of opinions on your finisher. Some think it's good. Some think it's bad. What's your honest opinion on your finisher in the WWE? I would think that that's everyone's opinion on every finisher, that, that people think it's good. People think it's bad. People are always, they have an opinion on it. Great. It's one of the greatest finishers of all time in the history of wrestling. Only one person has ever kicked out of my finish, and that is the Big Show, who is a giant. Nobody else has ever kicked out a shell shock. I have a very high completion rate. You can't argue the facts. And that's all I'm going to present to you on that. And he wouldn't have kicked out of that if it was up to me. I wouldn't have done the move. That was that was Vince. Vince 100% wanted it. And at the time under contract, I will do. If I'm signed up, okay, that's what you want. But And that was, and that was to make Big Show going into a match with Randy. So, talk to a lot of wrestlers, yeah. You are so cute. Thank you. I try. Um, uh, what are my thoughts on intergender matches? I don't, I think if they're, if uh, done, done, I don't, I'm not a fan of them being done a lot. I think if it's a very special occasion with the right people that it, it could be very good. I'm not a, you know, I guess I, I, I wouldn't want to see it being done all the time because you wouldn't see that done. And I still think pro wrestling is at its finest. Uh, when it's as believable as humanly possible. And the further you get away from that, it, it you know, I think it, you have the luxury of making pro wrestling, having the entertainment factor in there. But I always think it was, you know, it, it's at its best when you have credible people or people that are very good and credible, you know, uh, in the positions of, of being featured. My weight right now is usually between, I go to bed between 286 and 289, right around, right around that right now. <clears throat> all right, guys, with that, we're going to wrap up Friday's Live. I appreciate all of you for your time and energy. Hell of a chat with with. What was his name? Mateo? I think his last name was Mateo. I can't remember. Hello. Good shit. Good shit. But uh, feed me more nutrition, guys, on feedmemore.com. 
save 20% with discount code Ryback Show 20, Ryback Show 2-0 on feedmemore.com. Uh, and we I should be back. We should at least get one or we maybe one or two more shows this weekend. Uh, I got to see with everything going on. Depends if I fast or not on Sunday, um, if I have time. But I appreciate all of you. I hope you have a good night. And uh, I will see you either tomorrow or Sunday. Stay hungry, my friends. Feed me more.